0: Welcome to The Anchor. Please join us for the next 15 minutes as people from our region share their stories of hope and overcoming life's difficulties.
1: If I told you my story, you would hear hope.
0: Hello, and welcome to The Anchor. My name is Deb Hickey, and I'm one of the co-hosts of The Anchor. And it's our desire today to bring hope to people. And I have the privilege today of interviewing a lovely lady named Jennifer McQueen. She is the Children's Director for Celebrate Recovery at Greenfield, Indiana, at Brandywine Church. This program is for children that has been just... Well, it's just fabulous, and I'm just so thankful, Jennifer, for you to be here with us today.
1: Hi, it's great to be here today. I'm excited about getting to share the hope and healing that many of the children um, find through Celebrate Recovery here at Brandywine Community Church. Um, It's been an exciting um, few months as we've started some new um, programs and plans here, so look forward to seeing some new faces as well.
0: Wonderful. Jennifer, I'd like for you to give the people a little background of what led you here to celebrate recovery at Brandywine.
1: Sure, thanks. Um, I grew up in a home home where we went to church off and on as a young child, but I also encountered a a home where there was a lot of challenges. Um, I was sexually abused as a child and had a lot of emotional abuse as well. Um, I was always kind of searching and seeking for hope um, and for love. And as I got a little older, I had also encountered pornography and developed a, an addiction to pornography as a young child, um, as a teenager. It led me to some pretty tough places as a young adult. But meanwhile, during, mo- during most of that time, um, I was in church. I was a believer, but I struggled with a secret um, that kind of cut me bound in a lot of guilt and shame throughout a lot of my life. I would seek a little help of counseling or read a book that somebody told me would be helpful But throughout most of it, I just stayed hidden. Um, I finally came to the end of my rope. I knew I needed to get some help, um, some real help. And I showed up here at Celebrate Recovery on a Friday night. And um, it was really, really difficult to walk in the doors and admit um, that you have a problem. Um, oftentimes in church, <laughs> we we think we're supposed to have it all together. And I didn't have it all together. Um, and I came in very broken, um, very filled with shame. Um, but as I came in, I found hope and began the, the process. It was a challenging thing. I won't tell people it was easy. I didn't walk in the door and snap my fingers and um, healing happened. It was a, a long process uh, to walk through the things that had happened in the past, um, <clears throat> to find forgiveness for those in my life, and then also to find just the courage to walk through it um, and to make different choices in, in my life. And I found that um, here. I then followed through um, and began leading a, a women's addiction group for a good while. Um, but always in the back was um, of my mind and my heart was that I really wanted to offer. Um, That hope to children. Um, We had um, a CR program for kids. There had been um, different volunteers that had been here and then others that had moved on to other ministries um, as well. And um, I I finally felt like God was saying, This is the time to move over and kind of move from adults. Um, I have been a teacher, I've been a teacher for many years, so children were kind of a. I'll say a, an easier thing, but also a harder thing because of the focus that we were having there. Um, and so I, I just moved kind of more into that in December as far as a full-time um, piece and also in doing some biblical counseling training to work with some children here as well. So...
0: That's quite a story. That's quite a testimony. And I love how you say that it wasn't easy. The truth, you can hear the truth in your words, and but you went through, you know, and making the first step and realizing you had a problem. That's powerful. And the Lord Jesus, you know, he is our savior and he is the one that brings recovery to us. But the children, I would love for you to tell about the programs now and, and why it's important to have something for the children as the adults are going through this process.
1: Right, the children um, come in and sometimes we forget that they're struggling and they're hurting as well. Um, oftentimes you'll hear people say, well children are just resilient they'll bounce back. Well oftentimes it doesn't work so well. Uh, most perti- most adults that are in Celebrate Recovery can trace things back to the hurts and the things that happened to them um, as children. Um, we have a a wonderful opportunity to impact the children right now that are struggling uh, by giving them hope helping them see that they are loved and cared about many of the children that come into the program um, because their parents are fighting a battle right now too of addiction or grief um, or um, divorce um, many times they're fearful um, they may hide that with anger that's very typical um, that they're just kind of mad at everybody or um, Sometimes maybe they're afraid to, uh, to be left um, a little bit more than maybe an, another child would be. Um, the routine is very important to them. That they know what we're going to do, what to expect. Um, because sometimes be, some of them may be living in a home where they're not sure what's going to happen next. Um, many of the children will share um, stories about um, fights or someone not being at their house and they're not sure why. They're not there. Uh, Many times they'll also, they will um, tell stories that they, um, of just being afraid and of thinking that maybe they've done something um, to cause the problem. And so we just try to talk with them, to share with them, to pray. We know that God is the only one that's going to really be able to bring clarity to their mind. Um, But just to let them know that it's okay to share those things. And sometimes we'll also um, share ways that they can deal with it. Um, Particularly, uh, many children will share that they don't know what to do if there's a lot of arguing in their home. Um, and so we'll kind of talk through some strategies of something they can do right now because they can't leave they're too young Um, if they were even teenagers they have a little more options but as a child you're at the mercy of what's happening in your in your home and so we just kind of try to um, seek god's guidance a lot every week as we go through it and also as wisdom and how to handle sometimes very challenging behavior as well
0: now do you keep all the children together Or what happens exactly? Kind of walk us through if a a parent or a grandparent or whoever the child uh, is being watched by, um, do they have to come at a different time? Um, Just kind of explain, if you would, when the children come, what happens to the children, what's going on during the evenings.
1: Okay, great. Um, Celebrate Recovery starts at 7 o'clock. We open the children's area at 645 so that the parents are able to get to their meeting um, on the air. When they come in, we have a few age... Um, divisions that we use. We have a separate area where we do um, people who are bringing babies um, and toddlers and younger preschoolers just because they need a little bit safer area to be in um, for it. And then the adults in there will interact um, and provide things for them to do during the day as well, or during the evening, I'm sorry, (laughs) the evening. Um, And then the kids that are um, kindergarten and up, we use the gym here at the church. And they come in the beginning, they kind of have just a little bit of free time to kind of just acclimate themselves to things and then we start and we do a lesson. We use a lot of the material from um, that similar to what the adults are using. We're not necessarily on the same lesson because it's very difficult to pace the same uh-huh. there but um, there's a program um, celebration station that Celebrate Recovery Cubby puts out and we use that as um, kind of our basis But then we we will deviate some and add a little bit here and there, depending on the group we have. For instance, if we have a lot of younger children, we may need to do things a little different than if we have a lot of preteens. We do a lesson. Oftentimes we'll break into some small groups um, and then talk and ask questions. Like, for instance, uh, we were talking about Um, families the other day, and we asked the question, what is the best thing that's happened in your family? And then we asked the question, what's something really sad that happened in your family? And it gave the, and um, their answers are always amazing, (laughs) as they tell you. Now, at the same time, you may have someone who doesn't, who doesn't, nothing sad's happened to my family, but a little later, when no one's listening, they may go ahead and share a story of something that's happened um, to them. We, we do a little of that, and then we try to do some activities that kind of go along with it, some art projects, or sometimes a science lesson, um, just some additional activities that will help them. Of course, they get a snack because children always want food <laughs> and need it. Um, and then just kind of try to, to look at our pace. And that, um, right now with warm weather, we try to do also add some some games and some outside time as well. It's really important for the children to know that they get to play as well. Some children have taken on a lot more of an adult role in their, lot, in their um, family, and so it's important that they can be kids as well. And so... That kind of gives a little bit of the overview. The children come, um, many parents bring their children, um, both um, families that uh, mom and dad are both still present, um, both families where it's single families, and we have some grandparents that bring their kids, or even I believe some, an aunt and uncle that bring their children um, for it. So whoever's coming, as long as the adults right now are participating in Celebrate Recovery, um, that bring them to the children um, are able to, to come.
0: So the, the, the provider, the child provider, must be in attendance also. It's not like they can come and drop off their child, but they need to be also present. Now, um, in Celebrate Recovery, the adult program, as I understand it, is usually about a, a year long. Now, what if a child, the parent goes through it, and the child is going through it also, um, but you see that there still needs to be more for the child. Is there anything that can go further to help that child?
1: That's a good question. And some things we're still trying to figure out, kind of more extensive plans because we want that to happen. Um, We can talk to parents to see if they feel like, if we feel like they need, their children need more and they need more, um, or they feel like their child needs more, that we can set up where they can come in and talk. Um, Some additional, do something separately. Um, If the parent, um, the parents sometimes stay here years within, so the kids can stay as long as needed as well. Um, Even though the uh, we say celebrate recovery can last a year it takes about a year to run through the lessons but it keeps going so people will come in throughout that whole time and participate so the children some of the children have actually been here several years their parents may be leaders or just continuing their own recovery in a different um, a different way and some kind of pop back in they may have used to be um, every week and now we might see them once or twice um, a month and that's okay as well Mm -hmm. so
0: What about cost? Is there cost to this?
1: No. Celebrate Recovery Kids is completely free of charge. There's no charge to parents whatsoever um, on there. And we we provide all of the things. Celebrate Recovery is um, self-funded. Um, For it, so we do not ever ask for money at CR. Um, There's a donation basket if people just feel led to lead to give at some point. But we do everything free of charge, so that could never be a barrier um, for it. You also ask a little bit about other follow-up. The church also offers a program called Divorce Care for Kids um, for that particular struggle. And that is something that we can suggest to parents if that happens to be their particular um, challenge as well. And that will begin this fall.
0: I, I really appreciate this, Jennifer. I'm, like you, I was a teacher. And we both know that, like you said, we think children are resilient. But we've both been in the public classroom or private classroom, and we've seen that a child isn't able to think, isn't able to do process the work that we're trying to teach them. Because they're caught up with what's going on at home. Because that's the most important place for a child is home. And so it's this program that you're, that Brandywine, that Celebrate Recovery, and I want, because not everybody lives by Greenfield, uh, Celebrate Recovery is everywhere. It's not just here at Brandywine. It's not just a one-time program. It is throughout the country. So I want to encourage people, if you're listening today, and this is hitting your heart, and you need help, you can get on um, the internet, and look up Celebrate Recovery and find one closest to you. But I really encourage you, as I have been interviewing many people here at Celebrate Recovery, that this program has been in place now for a little over eight years, I believe, and we are seeing success. This is this is what is needed in our community and whatever community you're listening to right this moment, chances are, you know, if it's not you, you know someone that maybe you can suggest, hey, you need a little help. We know where you could get it. So Jennifer, I thank you for being with me today here at The Anchor. Do you have any last words to just finish up this interview with?
1: I would just encourage you, just like you said, is if you are facing a struggle, and maybe you're not thinking that this is the place for you right off. Um, many of us weren't so sure when we walked in the door. Come and check it out. Listen. Um, many of us may have come in the beginning and just kind of listened to the large group and then slowly decided let's try that small group thing and then went into the deeper version, which is the step studies um, that meet for a year long. Um, the children... Um, maybe your children are just having a little bit of t- a tough time at school. You mentioned the difficulty in thinking. Um, as a teacher, I can tell you that um, our classrooms are full of children that are struggling. And oftentimes, the structure in school doesn't allow for them to say what's really going on. Um, for I, I taught preschool, so I saw a lot of the younger version uh, of many of the things. And they're upset. They're not sure how to handle conflict. Because in their home, maybe conflict was solved by by hitting one another or screaming or throwing things. And so they're naturally going to show that same kind of, um, of way of dealing with it, which often leads to then expulsions and suspension from school which then helps the child believe then that even it's, it's getting bigger and bigger for them and they're not successful at it. So we want to be able to find some ways to teach them some good strategies to deal with that so they are able to handle um, everyday life and kind of move forward um, for it. So I thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to share about Celebrate, uh, Celebrate Kids.
0: Thank you again, Jennifer, and thank you for listening to today at The Anchor. My name is Dev Hickey. God bless you. We'll see you next time. If you would like to know more about resources mentioned in this interview, possible this ministry opportunities, or to tell your own story on The Anchor, email us at anchoredintherock at gmail.com. The Thanks for listening.